0: Oh, they did it again. We're right on time No, You. Now. About to witness. Uncle The awesome... A crushing a might of the You uh, Robinson uh, show. Uh, I called you today. I gotta try again tomorrow, my friend. This is what version of the show is this? Nine six. Hold on a second. V a nine. A six. It's that simple. It's that simple. Video good, audio good. I was on time. Ah. What are we gonna talk about today? This for you game? what are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about lots. Ain't that right, Chris? Oh, look, I got steam coming off the TV. Yeah, it's like mist. <laughs> okay, I'll just stop. I'll just stop. I'll just stop. I'll just stop. <laughs> That's disturbing. But first, the words sung by the immortal Bob Riley in Stigmata. Intro, all of nothing from the record. Calling of the Just, still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they shoot you up in a nightclub and uh, hit your car with a hammer. Bob Riley sings it all. Still available. Go to Revelation Records through Google. Type it in. Use a little magnifying glass. You'll find it. The rest of the record's great, too could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. But being paid back is for always nothing. All right. All right. We got a lot to go, and I've been routinely going over. And I don't want to do that because I don't think it's right. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, a little bit of that uh, and this show is all about the in and out. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. V96, I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. Thanks for listening. A little uh, housekeeping at the top of the hour. Since it's only an hour, I guess it's at the top. We could just say that. Uh, don't, y'all have, you'll see in the picture that I used. Oh, God, I had some peppers and onions. I'm dying. And the picture I used, you have one of the lovely, lovely uh, uh, Skull Game shirts. That the uh, trio use have ordered. Remember what I said. It's it's what a bargain. I got all sizes, all reps, and uh, and then once you get yours, take a photograph and send it to me, and I and I'll, and I'll post it if, if if you so desire. Your face doesn't have to be in it if you do not want it to be. Uh, uh, also, the PayPal thing is working well, better than the. Uh, I have to say a couple of things. Those of you who are still donating via Patreon.com slash The Stomper. It it, it it doesn't charge unless I put up shows, so I guess that's why it hasn't charged. So I got to be more assiduous about putting up shows. But as soon as I put up the shows, it charges you, and then I get paid. So that's working okay. Uh, where are we now? What month is January? December? You guys killed it. You killed it. That was probably the second best month ever. So from me to you, I thank you. And, uh, uh, and those of you who just said, screw it. Screw your corporate machinery who are going straight through pinko95014 at yahoo.com for PayPal. That's working. That's keeping. And I got to tell you, I, the bottom is coming off the laptop. I'm going to try to get a new laptop if circumstances change for me uh, in the next couple months to do the show. And then somebody else, uh, John Chaplin, uh, mm-hmm. uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. I shouldn't have mentioned his whole name, but it's all right. He could use the press now. I can't. I can't mention the connection. The guy we train with is gonna. So he's gonna come and help me do a, a dual camera setup, uh, so that it, it actually looks like uh, the whole Joe Gain show without the explosive diarrhea. Anyway, this is V 96 of the Eugene S. Robinson Show, and uh, well, you can see what the Skull Game shirt's like because I put the splash image in it. I, it it's sideways. But that's the one in the front, and then it's got the uh, it's got the blood in, blood out on the back, and then the other one has a big skull, which is really cool because the whole neck is great. And then there's a third one that says choke. But why, well, it, 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 you know, it's cheaper than cheap. So uh, uh, anyway, oh, this tea smells great. But I got a compulsive personality. Now listen, let me let me explain something to you uh, as we get into this. We've done the commercials. We're done. Um, I'm going to back end into this. You know, I, I find that I find that after after being left in the wilderness for eight years of Obama uh, um, and this is not your garden variety Republican. This is your uh, this is kind of like this is like the proto. I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the Trump guys I know didn't vote Republican in the last election. Right, so I, I got Trump guys who voted for Obama. What they what they want are bomb throwers. You know, Obama wasn't a bomb thrower, but there was an expectation that he would be. They're not Republican uh, 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 um, uh, Tea Partiers. Even this is a different brand, and what they delight in is in what they think this is like the guy who's on uh, on the Twitter machine. If you follow me at Eugene S. Robinson, you see this this uh, Irish guy who lives. In Conor rapist uh, 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 hometown, uh, he's like, Oh, do process, do process. You guys don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, Coast MMA. Uh, but you don't know what's going on. And, and this guy, um, he, he seemed to, he says as an editorial aside to somebody, You know, we all now are speaking to generic, you know, generic rooms that are full or empty, depending on your vantage point. He goes, could somebody please explain parking meters to me? It's like, who the fuck are you talking to? You talking to me, Eugene S. Robinson, about parking meters? Because I got nothing. No, you're talking to this generic room, this kind of, this Greek chorus of people that are like-minded people that are in your space, right? Okay. So, um. mm. Um, So he's like, uh, he says an editorial aside to some people. He goes, Oh, I'm just winding up the yanks. These snowflakes, and so this has become the de rigueur go-to. Like when I said that internet, the internet talk, uh, the internet talk thing, where everybody gets gets these memes and they repeat them. Like seriously, oh FTW, oh FML, oh it's not real. There's not an ounce. It's like the scene where they where uh, uh, Rob De Niro as Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver goes into Sybil Shepherd and he waves his hand over the desk where all of our stuff is set up in the campaign headquarters and goes, there's no reality to any of this. There's no reality. So it's like, you feel like you've achieved something because you've outraged me? The only thing that outrages me is stupidity. But beside that, you can say whatever you want, and it tells me always more about you than it does about me. So this kind of militating in favor of this position that due diligence is necessary, sorry, due process is necessary when you're considering the case of a professional athlete, Irish sports star with three outstanding sexual assault uh, accusations, allegations, after he's gone to the police, it becomes you know well do you I mean uh, now everybody's become a, a you know a, a legal beagle. Everybody uh, uh, you know who's that cat? Who is that guy? The uh, <laughs> the famous lawyer Clarence Darrow. Everybody's become a Clarence Darrow now. Um. And, and so I want, I'm just split off into two different topics. So one is that you, you think you've actually said something by calling me a snowflake Two, you actually think it's amusing. Uh, the, the possibility of sex assault is amusing. And we're going to get into that in a second. Now, you know, every time I, I see Connor's name, it's a red flag. And I mentioned anal, you know, rape and some sort of connection thereof. Um, but, uh, I, I do it in the tradition of the world's best hecklers. And, um, I don't do it because I think it's amusing. I do it because truth, truth telling is the sharpest sword you can sometimes wield. Right. So, um, so this thing. Oh, we really got them going now. That that kind of oppositional mindset is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So now, so okay. So so I've dealt with the issue of like oh, slow take that internet talk. Some it's it's it, it, it it's. The spirit of intellectual inquiry—it's—it's like—it's the equivalent of farting. Plato, do you? It, Plato and Glaucon are having a conversation. Do you think you've added nothing? Nothing. I don't feel especially outraged. You've added nothing. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so we'll get get off that up. So that's that was the one thing, and and the, and the secondary thing is the premise of uh, of due process. Okay. So I got into a discussion. One of the guys I trained with is having a big event at his house. One, he wants to have an event at his house. Now there's this mindset that says, which I fully support. Like when I I was telling Kasha, I'm driving through the neighborhood. I said, you know what drives me crazy? I don't don't even really want to mention it to anybody else. But when people put cones in front of their houses, I got you. It's a drag when strangers park in front of your house. It's a drag when you don't have a spot. Even though everybody can park in the driveway, if you have more than three cars at your house, there's not enough room. You don't want to have to hunt through the neighborhood and walk. So you put up cones. You realize there's no legal weight to this. There's something about it that that makes a New Yorker in me want to kick the cones out of the way, park there, and let the chips fall where they may. I understand that. I understand the desire to say, you don't tell me how to do my business, right? Because when I was struggling... And I was suffering, and I'm talking about the bald one here, and they were talking pre, pre, immediately pre the Ultimate Fighter TV show when they were talking about selling for pennies on the dollar, selling this thing that got me out of cardio kickboxing. Where were you? Where were you? I got to make moves, you know? And some of those moves not, might not be popular. What, who was it that said it best? Uh, Himmler, who said, you know, the curse of the great man is to have to step over corpses. You can't tell me how to do my business. You know, it's easy enough to advise in the good times. Where were you in the tough times? I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking four or five different moves ahead. You're you're thinking about the nose in front of your face. So go fuck yourself. Or Bill Burr and uh, Dave Chappelle. You don't tell me how to make this shit funny. I tell you how to make this shit funny. If you were in a position to tell me how to make this shit funny, you would be here and I would be home in my underwear writing stuff on the internet. So it doesn't even have to be funny, but I'm gonna unload on transgendered individuals because I'm Dave Chappelle, and you gotta give me space. I create my art in the public marketplace. You gotta give me, and I understand the oppositional desire. Guy says to me, so we're having an event over at my house. Yeah. We're having an event over at my house. I'm going to get the fight. Are you coming? Is it okay if I pay for it and you just watch it? I said, why would I want to watch your rape? He's like, oh, okay. I go. He said, you, told, you were going to tell me why I'm a horrible individual. I said, no, I was going to tell you that yesterday when we rolled together, but you ducked me and you avoided it. So uh yeah i could just tell you now father of a daughter that you are that uh he goes well i really want to see holly home fight Mm, that's why you're doing it (laughs) okay 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 you really want to see holly home fight so you're plunking down seventy dollars to see holly home fight and you have absolutely okay maybe you i understand that people watch sports differently yeah exactly I understand that people watch sports differently. I haven't. It took me a long time to figure it out because I'm thinking about the show. So when I watch a fight, I have to listen to the commentary, and that's why it's kind of a drag to kind of listen to it when I got the Brazilian feed and I don't know what's going on. But then I could just fight on. I can focus on the fight itself, and that's a different kind of experience for me. But you know, one of the guys, one of the black belts, you watch it, and the guy's shirtless in front of the screen. I can't hear what's going on, and I can't see, and I'm getting his commentary. Okay. So um, so uh, you are interested in, in watching this fight, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm buying a pay-per-view for Holly Holm. I got to say, but maybe people just, they want to socialize. They want to create an event around a shared social sporting event. And nobody is like me sitting glued to the screen. They're over the dip. They're over the chip. They're talking over the chips. They're talking to people. They're talking to people from work, they're hanging out, and the fight is going on in the background. I said, you're a computer guy. You could actually figure out how to stream this without paying for it, but you also got a bit of money, so the money is insignificant to you, even though you know where it's going. Now, unless you think I'm, I'm some sort of social justice warrior, you know, unless you think this is part of America's ongoing war on men, you need to know that I'm also a man. <laughs> I'm also a man. But I'm a man who is willing to have a, a, a discussion about w- what this means. Specifically, putting money into the pocket of a uh, an accused. Now, you say due process, everybody gets due process, I'm going to drink a whole bottle of whiskey. A whole bottle of whiskey. And I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to drive downtown. A couple of you guys sent me some shirts. I haven't gotten the shirts yet. I haven't had a chance to go to the post office. I see they're there. I'm going to drive to the post office and pick up those shirts. On the way there, I decide I really need to get there quickly and get home quickly. So I'm also going to drive 120 miles an hour after drinking the bottle of whiskey. I get stopped by the police. They give me a breathalyzer. They arrest me. And what do they do to my vehicle at that point? They tow it, and they put it in the tow yard. And they take me to the drunk tank, and I sleep it off. And then I, I probably, I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, whiskey, eh, that's not Proper 12 is not whiskey. That's urine. So, uh, and then the next day, I think I have to sign something. It's never happened to me. So I don't know. Those of you who might have this experience, you can tell me, I think I have to sign something for a later court date. Now, due process. So technically, I am innocent of drinking a whole bottle of whiskey and driving 120 miles an hour to the, to the post office. And yet my vehicle is gone. It's been seized. And maybe I've even had my license yanked because driving is a what? It's a privilege, not a right. I've been sanctioned before I've been found guilty. Happens every day. Every day. As Trent Smith put up, all the sports, baseball, basketball, football, where... (laughs) Basketball, football, where people who violate the moral turpitude clause are put on ice. But suddenly, all these Clarence Darrow's feel like in this continuing war on masculinity, a guy who's been unjustifiably, they believe, accused, should get the benefit of the doubt, and they're going to put their fucking cash on the barrel head so that he can benefit, even though... Oh, it's sold out. Oh, you go to Ticketmaster. Oh, it's not sold out. Tickets are going cheap. Oh, it's not this and that. Reebok is doing this terrible shirt. Oh, the card underneath stinks. Oh, Holly Holm fight is going to stink. He, in, in the same way that when Palo Alto got its one porno bookstore and people were picketing, I had to go to that bookstore and cross the picket line and buy a piece of pornography to say, you may not like a porno bookstore. Like Root Boy Slim in the Sex Change Band said, you might not like an adult bookstore in your community, but it was a saving grace for a man like me. I'm old and I'm deformed. Can't get a $50 score. Those quarter movies are all I'm living for. Sorry. That was uh, uh, Root Boy Slim. So like I said, like I said, I'm a man. Not a social justice warrior. But let me explain something to you about my place in space. If I were gonna develop a rape chart, a rape chart around me, do you know do you know how many how many how many blood relations of mine have been raped? I could go beyond that. Some of you who are are knuckle-up fans, let's go back in time. Sitting at 2 plus 2 on Houston in the Lower East Side back in 1981. And a friend of ours, Lisa, comes running in and says, so-and-so tried to rape me. And all the other collected guys were like, oh, whoa, no, no way, why no?" And she was like, you guys are so fucked. You guys, I don't believe you guys. You don't believe me. And, and she was outraged, justifiably. And the words out of my mouth, for those of you who might remember the show, the first thing I said was, out of all the things that Lisa could have come in here tonight, And so I wrote a piece about it for, for Ozzy. It's called Stomping Out Stomping Out Rape Literally. You can go to ozy.com. OZY.com, and type in stomping out rape, literally, and you'll you'll read the piece. And I said, out of all the things that she could have come in here tonight and said, why would she pick that one? And the guys were like, oh, yeah, okay." And we tracked him down, and we beat him to within an inch of his life. And we told him, see you again, we're going to kill you. And people in the comments, the sexual assault contingent, the, the McNuggets nut jumpers, were like, oh, oh, you think vigilante justice is the way the only thing I regret is that, of course, the guy is not on any registry and could just, much like a priest, a priest, my voice is changing, much like a priest, just switch parishes and keep up with his depredations there. It didn't stop them. It stopped him on the Lower East Side, but it didn't stop them. People in the comments were writing stuff like, oh, she was probably high. What does that have to do with anything? Listen, let me explain something to you. Men, uh, men have this fixation with prison. All right. They have this fixation with prison in a very interesting way. That's right. That's right. Gang is a story is up on OZY.com. Type in goat farming a love story. I tell you, You listen to the showstopper, you will make money too. You got true stories worth hearing. I'm glad to tell the world. Exactly. High's got nothing to do with it. So, you can't, you can't, you can't actually, you can't, it's almost impossible for, for for it's almost impossible for the cat to understand how the mouse feels. Now there are guys there there are guys I know who have gone to prison and have asked like Manson who didn't want before the killings he was being released and he didn't want to be released. Because I this is this is my home. People have mythified the mythification of prison um, as being the place where you're a child again and boogeymen roam free. But there are people who, there are many of you whose associations are not demographically different than if you were in prison. If you go to the Academy Instagram page, you can see Sunday, the Sunday, Sunday service. The number of people who were up there, who trained on Sunday, I think there was one woman there, and she was like 14. My associations—I'm not saying that the—you know—I I, of course I get that my wife showed up, and then we can hang out, and yeah, yeah, you know. But largely, men deriving great social credit from hanging out with large numbers of other men do so with great regularity. Prison wouldn't be all that different. Like that friend of mine who said when he went to San Quentin, he was terrified and he's walking through the yard his first day there and he goes, I saw Ronnie and I saw Jimmy and I saw all these punk rock guys were all there up in the tears. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it was like he had gotten into a college. So, what is the deal with men in prison? Well, the ever present specter of, of, anal rape. And let's not even get fixated on anal rape, because it can kick your teeth out, and it can can become oral rape. Nobody talks about oral rape. So suddenly, I remember Ice Cube said something very interesting. He goes, you know, prison, he said something interesting, like like it was a rite of passage. He goes, or it was iced tea. He goes, prison, let... Tells you who you really are. And in, in, in a society where largely men feel uh, abandoned by their fathers. I'm not kidding. Somebody made some comment on Twitter the other day about uh, father issues. I, we all got it, Got them. Especially this generation. Came from a generation of strong fathers. And these cats after World War II were fucked. Out of their heads. They didn't have a word for it back then. Did the strong silent thing or emotionally unavailable for their kids, and now the 60s with Rosie Greer, it's all right to cry, even big guys do it, gotcha, got it, so now you have these oversharing, you know, uh, 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 Iron John, head for the woods, these guys who have to over-identify, I don't care, it's all in my mind about equilibrium, as long as your pendulum at some point gets back to center, you're fine, Oh, Joe Gaines got to go kill animals because he feels like people don't want me to kill animals. And they're saying I'm less of a human being because I kill animals, but I'm eating the animals. You know what? You're having an argument with an imaginary room of people. Maybe for you, it's not imaginary because they're actually emailing you and talking and then the Twitter and uh, that shit's imaginary. You all are not actually not imaginary to me. I call some of you on the phone. We talk. You email. (laughs) You, You have weight and dimension. You're not those things on the desk and taxi driver. That have no reality. And and there's a big difference between D and and Tiger uh, L Nordrum, whatever Tiger Woods' wife was like. You know, uh, uh, Tiger Woods' wife, um, you know, she was publicly embarrassed. And, you know, I mean, were I to be her, um, I don't know that I would have played that. You know, you know, fucked up, you know, Fuck the public embarrassment. But then, you know, you get somebody like um, uh, Kennedy who had to, you know, dump Arnold because it was like this was a bridge too far. It was a bridge too far 20 years ago when that kid was looking like Arnold and everybody thought, oh, your, your maid's son is so wonderful. Come on. Insulted your intelligence or what? So, like I said, I'm a man. Been at nightclubs. Been at nightclubs. Trying to, trying to get women to come come away with me, but uh, w- em- employing force. Well, he's a fighter. You know, there have been rapist fighters. Jack Dempsey used to rape women routinely for the mob. You know, when they were trying to break women into the profession of uh, prostitution, and he was the official. Mob rapist. Look it up. Of course, you know, Mike Tyson uh, uh, got got arrested and went to prison for it. Um, I, I believe I've talked about what I think about Mike Tyson's uh, uh, rape conviction. But I, I understand... Okay, you have due process. The guy is not convicted. So what are you going to do if the guy does get convicted? Can you claw back the $75 that you paid for what's going to be a subpar fight under any case? In any case. Or or, or, or more specifically, do you figure at that point justice was served and you're going to develop an attitude that, or, or is this kind of like, um, is this kind of like that you really believe that the guy is being railroaded? Do you really believe that? Do you, not just somebody, several people, several people, several women. So you get the fight, you watch the fight, you put money into his pocket. Two months from now, it's clear that the woman in Ireland has refused to take the payoff. It's refused. So they're doing the secondary thing, which is the Prince thing of, I'm going to make believe it just didn't happen. And the so-called MMM media, there's not a single person, there's not a single person who will go to that press conference and ask a question about it. This run of this week, you will not hear any of that. And the thing that drives me crazy about it, the thing that drives me crazy about it is that these nut-huggers were nowhere to be seen, excuse me, were nowhere to be seen when when lesser charges were bought against bigger names. You know where I'm going with this. I mean, I can even understand. I can even understand this is your dude. You want to, but what about, not if, when he reoffends? I'm a plan B guy. I'm a hedger. Okay. We're going to attack England and we're going to attack France. France fell. Good. We attack Poland. Alright, gotcha. And you know what? Just for good measure, fuck it. We're gonna attack Russia and the US. I'm like, eh, eh you know, eh, eh. Maybe that's not such a good idea. Maybe attacking what maybe the US and then Russia, Russia and then US, but not I don't I'm just I it's in my gut feeling. My gut feeling is I wouldn't do that. That's my gut feeling. I'm a hedger. I'm playing the angles. I'm working on tri-level chess. Or maybe because nothing occurs in a vacuum, maybe the subtext that I'm missing is like where was your vitriol when Johnny Boney Joni hit the pregnant woman, huh? Where was your vitriol when Michael Vick was strangling dogs? Oh, you see the, Where was your vitriol where uh, Mike Tyson actually was convicted, going to jail for raping a woman? Where was your vitriol in? Uh, yeah, there's a theme here, and, and this is the theme that that, that fuels that narrative. I've been done wrong, you snowflake. You laughed at me, now it's my time. That's very Hitlerian. If you read some of the the Hitler fireside chats, what passes for uh, fireside chats, it's it's rife with stuff like, they laughed before, watch them laugh now. Extirpation of European Jewry. We got knifed in the back by the November criminals. Watch what happens now. Right. Watch what happens now. So, I, I, you know, I understand maybe maybe you're feeling like, oh, these guys can get away with it, and we have one case of anal rape, and everybody wants to lose their mind. Two cases of anal rape, and everybody wants to lose their mind. Three cases of sexual assault, and everybody wants to, oh, they'll hit the old man. Oh, smash the phone. Oh, the dolly. clip. Why don't they drug test this guy? Why don't you do something cosmetic? Why don't, if you're the bald one or you're the oopsie, why don't you do something cosmetic? I did, because they're cowards, they're scared cowards. Why don't you do something co- cosmetic? I mean, this is good business. Think about it. If you're a hedger, you do something, you don't know. I'm the bald one. What the fuck do I know? I don't know what's happened in Dublin. And he's putting up photos on Instagram of him grabbing strippers' naked asses. It's like, bro. <laughs> you ever see Lemons? You ever see that? So, uh, um, so uh, if you are running a business, if you are a real businessman, if I am running the business, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But the key here is that razor edge that, that Colonel Kurtz talks about, I gotta ride r- right on that edge. When he gets convicted, or if I'm the bald one, I say, if he gets convicted, I have to have I have to have I have to have an A plan and I got a B plan. He's all in for the A plan. Make him believe nothing happened, that money can make everything go away, except sometimes it doesn't. And let's just, until the guy's convicted, we got nothing on it. You know, oh, he's making, he's sold more tickets. He's getting more money. All that shit is kayfabe. It's garbage. It's not true. And what is it doing to the sport? I got it. We don't tell us how to run your business. Great. Organically speaking, does Greg Hardy have a constituency of people who like him, who also like women? Yeah, exactly. That would be so great. (laughs) Experimental vaccines. When are you going to release that music we recorded? (laughs) Any, I mean, you know, I got to have an A story. I got to have a B story. Who, who, where's Greg Hardy's constituency? Where is that? Whose is it? Where, 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 who, 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 where, where, who? McNuggets, McNuggets, um, uh, uh, McNuggets at, at least had a constituency. I was a fan. But I start to, I start to construct that rape chart around me. And, you know, I'm buffeted on all sides. Everywhere I look. Both maternal and paternal grandmothers raped. Well, maternal grandmother was molested. And I only mention this because they're both dead. What you're saying is that it's statistically impossible that during the course of the remainder of my life, that my daughters, who also go to nightclubs, will not meet the same fate? That's what you're telling me. Most of us think of, most men think about prison as an abstraction. I'm doing the best I can. I'm training jujitsu six days a week. I've been a lifelong martial artist, boxing, wrestling. Karate, you know, Muay Thai, doing my best case, I end up in prison. You know who deals with that prison reality every day? Every single woman you know. Every single woman you know. Gloria Steinem said it best. She said the worst that men, men's biggest fear is being embarrassed by their woman. Women's biggest fear is being murdered by their men. I had a woman I was dating in the middle of an argument kick me. I said, don't don't do that again. And she goes, oh, stop it. That didn't hurt you that much. I go, and yet, if I hit you, I could kill you. It was a statement of fact. And it was also an acknowledgement that I don't want to have that kind of relationship. Thirdly, and more darkly, it was also a threat. But before I got to it, I said, if it happens again, immediately afterward, pack your bags, get out, and think about your next relationship because this one will be over. Like I said, I'm a real man, real man living in the real world. I understand the pressures, but I also understand the other side. And that's why if I was running the corporation, I'm a hedger. Do I even say don't book the guy? It's your business. I got you. I got you. But you got to do it differently. How? I don't know. It's your business. Put the guy on ice. Let this thing play out. Let him rehabilitate his image on his own dime. You don't believe in the fight clearly because you didn't put anybody noteworthy on the card because you don't want to screw up your other investments in, in those resources, right? You put a woman on the card, because it's sure look, hey, Nothing's uh, hey, it's okay. It's, 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 uh. But what are you proving? This oppositional thing gets you one place and one place only. You know where that is? Shot. And I'm speaking figuratively, possibly literally. Or if you were, if you were uh, a, a Bruce Lee. You say, you know, there's that whole Zen Buddhist thing about the the branch that bends versus the branch that doesn't and breaks. Dig in. Dig in. Make your point. Welcome to Bastille Day. Can, can Can I, you know, can I have a little bit? Or like the bad brain said, you know, my living ain't very funny. Can I have just a little bit? A little, a little something, a little bit, please. No? Hmm. All right. How, how, how about this? Maybe, maybe a place to stay. No, no. Okay. So your final offer, Michael Corleone style, to me, your final offer is what? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, what you don't see, like they say, if one person writes, probably there are hundred people sympathize. Uh, oh, I'm a, uh, and actually I'm a big fan of those. That <laughs> there are a hundred people behind them. But do you know how many people are being alienated by the idea of I see that guy right now and all I see is a battered and bruised woman in the process of being raped. That's not cool. You say Eugene, what, what, he, what he, 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 you know, he may not have even done it, and I go and he may have. If Cerrone wins, if, if Cerrone wins, I, I think the Baldwin is doing like this. For those of you just listening on Stitcher or something, I put my finger in my mouth and hold it in the air. I mean, I think literally it's a moment by moment calculation. And I think I think stabbing in the UK is what ruined the release of the fight book in the UK because they have two pages on knife fighting in there. And they said, oh, I don't want to have to go to parliament to explain So, I think it's a moment by moment thing where the bald one is, is, um, uh, with the bald one is listening, and he's like, watching the fight, and you know, I, I, guess I can't, I, 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 I can't, I, I can't tell. If you don't think he's tied into the Twitter feed, if you don't think he's tied into Q rating, if you don't think right now people at Reebok are shitting bricks. People at ESPN are shitting bricks. They don't need it. They don't need it. They don't need the rebox. They don't need it. You know? So it's like, so it's a moment-by-moment thing. And remember, there's no such thing as a straight win or a straight loss. You can lose by winning and win by losing. We've already established that in past fights. How he comes in, what happens at the presser, what they say in the underground forums, what they say in the, the, the uh, but if you don't think that this is a, it, this can't be, or alternatively, what if this guy wins and the case turns against him, what kind of accommodations has he had to make? Will he need a drug test? Will he do something backstage? Will he do something post-fight? It's not entirely clear to me that the fix will be necessary because he can lose, he can lose by winning and win by losing. But I, I'm I'm siding with Genghis on this and, uh, um, I, I, I would be very, very, very surprised. And people are mentioning to me, the the uh um the uh performance enhancing thing, which would be clever, but only if orchestrated by the bald one. Clever only if orchestrated by the bald one. Get out of jail car, dirty drug test, boom, dude's out for the remainder of 2020. We could talk about drugs, we could talk about this, we could talk about that, and then we're talking about as long as we're talking about everything. Other than anal rape or rape or sexual assault, which is why I've been so Drax to Destroyer-esque about it every time I see it, including today when I, I asked him if he was gonna if he was gonna try to anally rape uh, Trent with because he was angry about his uh, 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 book. Anything could happen, but this is about one thing and one thing only, and this is about fixing this guy, like they say in Robocop. Don't worry, they can fix everything why? 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 And I'm sure if Kid tell were here, here you go, Yuji, you're such a rude for the age old reason. Cash. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not cash. It's not cash. It's not cash. It can't be. It can't be. It's more you don't tell me how to run my business. You don't tell me how to run my country. You don't tell me what to do, you fucking snowflake. You know, um I do what I want. I'm not gonna respond to the Greek chorus of naysayers and and and, and uh, uh, uh what is somebody uh, Non-stop, you know rape talk? I wanna know this uh, the None of us, none of those cats, none of those nut-hugging, nut-jumping uh, uh, Connor McRapist apologist, excuse me, um, none of none of those cats would have this dude around the house for more than five minutes if they had any women around who they cared about. Have you ever been sexually assaulted? happens to me every weekend at sarau academy <laughs> i don't and i and i frankly i don't i have to say i don't like it <laughs> i mean not really but i don't like physically being uh, um you know uh, uh sarau i don't like physically being dominated sarau is like the top 1% of people who could probably do that to me So all you all the nut jumpers and all the apologists and all the due process guys, you know what, and even there's even there's even the due, due diligence thing. It's a due diligence thing, which is like if you are, which is a variation of blame the victim, if you're a smart person, no person who knows anything about life sees a tuned up, coked out, Conor rapist at a bar and says shit to him. What now or then? Now you wouldn't because you have the benefit of hindsight. Then what did you know? He was dancing on a table with a cardboard cut out of his face on his face. That's all you know. That's all you know. And you have an association. You have degrees of, uh, 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 six degrees of separation. Two in this instance. You know somebody who was friends with D and uh, oh. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, much like Desiree Washington, I'm not saying that sex wasn't on her mind. Maybe she would have had an affair with him, but an affair is not what he was looking for. You got to go back to the X song for that, uh, the band X from L.A., not the E-X, the European E-X, the X from L.A., Johnny Hit and Run Pauline, it's a great song. He was looking for a girl that said no. I remember I was about to have sex with a woman. And uh, she said, uh, not tonight. But the way she said it, it was was an interesting way. Tonally speaking, she said it in a way that seemed to... mm, that seemed seemed to beg a follow-up. And I go, really? Why? And she said, do I have to give a reason? (laughs) And I'm like, nope. (laughs) Now, you know, I'm thinking macro, initially. I'm thinking macro. There's a life in me, she's changing her mind, she has mixed feelings, blah, blah, blah. You know, her brother's about to be home, she's In actual fact, she's just having a period. Didn't want to desexify the moment by going, actually, I'm having my period right now, but we could fuck next weekend. Oh, the countdown show opened referencing Connor's fall from grace and reflected upon it, often minus the sexual assaults. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to talk about that. Exactly, exactly. And that's what happened. We had sex the next week, and it was forgotten. But I actually found myself, and I, she said, uh, um, she says, uh, she says, why not? And she said, do I have to give a reason? So at that point, I wasn't asking why not in uh, cajoling you to have sex. I was asking why not, because it seemed like it was a ph- philosophical presentation. Like, I shall not do this now. Yeah, that's weird. So they're going to, you know, that Eddie Lagapa, this guy I once knew, had this thing about Jim Morrison comes in packages now, which I thought was a good cognate for this whole idea. That you take this wild kind of unconstructed un- kind of anky-doo moment that's from the Gilgamesh ethic, and you just kind of squeeze it down into a five by five CD. There you go. All that wildness sold to you. So, of course, that's that's a plan B. That's what a hedger would do. Yeah, you do the show, you do the countdown show, you know, um, you do. uh, 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 Yeah, yeah, his father was a (laughs) yeah, exactly. You know, you do this other thing, a redemption narrative, you know, everything that kind of a lead. You 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 stage manage. This is what a smart businessman does. You stage manage your shit. Benefit of the doubt is a premise. Premise on the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Excuse me. I got it. That's good business. This other thing, and digging your heels in, I, it's only gonna get you one thing. I've got people who have been long time fans. I don't know many other MMA fans. Like there's like one, like Eddie Goldman. But that's because I didn't know him then. I mean who I've been in since UFC one. experimental vaccines, right, dead on right with that. Thin Black Duke, if you haven't heard it, you should. I don't know too many people who have been in as long. and steadfast. You know what? I got I got all my credentials from when I used to have my laminates from when I used to get press credentials for these fights. I've been trying to think of the sound or something. I, I don't know what, what you know. But you know what I'm hearing from from fellow travelers? That they're done. They're done. They're done. And realistically speaking, I understand. The bald one is saying uncategorically, we don't want you. We don't need you. And I got it. Sorrell makes very little money off of me, a guy who comes six days a week. Nah, the guys you make the Delta, the VIG is made on guys who come, eh, they come once a week, they pay the full ride. Like I said, <laughs> famously once said, if I got paid to mop and I do no mopping, I am a rich man. Guys who show up, buy the expensive tickets, feel like they're doing something night out, These are repeat customers. They don't complain about tickets. They show up. They buy the merch. They buy the apparel, and they're happy. They sit with their friends at bars. They talk smack at the screen, and then they, oh, what a wag that guy is. But it's not funny now. It's not funny. It is hard. I don't know what you've seen in your life. I've seen horrifying stuff. Guy get his eyeball knocked out and another guy stomping on the eyeball on the ground. Roger Miret wrote about it in his book uh, about agnostic front. Horrible stuff. But what I have never seen up close and personal is somebody being raped, and it puts you in a weird position. A friend of mine went to um, to Las Vegas, and he was with a pro fighter, and uh, he was with a pro fighter, and they had one of these like eleven thousand dollar a night suites. And there's a lot of outre sexual activity happening. Show up. A foursome had been planned. Fine. One guy is there with his lady already. The door opens to this $10,000 a day suite. The door burst open. Professional fighter is there with his car show model date for the evening. And as soon as the door bounces back off the door jamb, he begins tearing her clothes off. Now, that's an entrance. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Like, should we, should we, you know, should, what What should we do? What Should we, so what they do is, what you should do in that circumstance, you look at, the, you look at the, The participant, not the perpetrator, the participant, and find out indeed if this is participation or we are witnessing a crime. And the participant, she is all in. Worried about the dress? Don't have to. When you have a $10,000 a night suite in Las Vegas, you call the front desk and say, I need a size three uh, uh 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 yes yeah. I need a size three uh or whatever. I, you know pick a designer. Claireborne dress please blue, and fifteen minutes later, knock on the door. There's the dress. That's what happened. But you're signing off, and your belief system allows you to. Like the guy, I said to the guy today. I described him as. Um, I, I described him as a father of a daughter. Okay. You're really you're, you're putting your money where your mouth is. That's cool, that's cool, bro. That's cool, bro. I hate that. I hate that. I grew up in New York in the 70s, and so I constantly, my level of paranoia could not be higher. Still, will not stick a key in a lock without looking around. Still, second I get in the door, car door, lock the door so nobody jumps in the back seat. Still, Steph called and said, hey, we're going to do Care Don't Care. I go, what? The counterfight. fight. I go, what? She goes, it's a fight, huh? She goes, oh, I get it. Okay, so you're, you're not in. I go, "No." Nope. Not to talk about. The card underneath is a dog, and I'm not talking about the headline. I don't want to see how sausage is made, so good luck to you. Let those cats with sausages on their plates count their sausages together. I can't do it. But now we can do something. We can take bets, and I'm going to go with Genghis on this one. I think it's a work. When I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the cheese eating thing, and I'm gonna say I don't know which way the work is gonna fall because it could be the bald one is sitting there like this, and and you know Cerrone looks over at him and he goes, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. which is like don't lose this. I'm, I'm you see the bald one looking at his phone. Who do you think he's looking at? Who do you think he's talking to? Think he's watching a boxing match? I think. With with statistics and numbers as they are, we can get minute-to-minute appraise. I can get them on this show. And I'm sitting on a a cat piss-stained couch, and I can get running stats on this show. Well, theoretically. I mean, if I knew what I was doing. (laughs) If I knew what I was doing, I could. So I have to say this is going to be an interesting week. I have to say um, that. Uh, look, uh, you, you know, if you don't think other sports are happy to have this happen, yeah, exactly. I'm a big Gina fan. You know, other sports are delighted. They're beyond delighted because it's it's, it's not them. <laughs> How many, actually, how many offenders in other sports are like scooting by like the like limbo under the bar right now? <laughs> don't know. Don't know. But the red light district of, of sports, combat sports, they're just glad to take it on the chin. That was the one thing, that, that, that one selling point that, that the bald one had. Hey, we're not like boxing. We don't have a lot of ex-cons. <laughs> no, we have a lot of active criminals. But I think I think I think I can safely say that the Baldwin's angle will always be to get that hand over the top. You know, to get the hand over the top. So I think whatever way the wind blows that guarantees him a top hand with McRapist is the angle he'll take. But what he does that irks me is he does it in disregard for what he feels are social issues. And sorry, I don't think that being held down and annually raped is merely a social issue. I don't. I don't. i got too many women around me connected to me that I care about. So like I said, I encourage this guy to watch him, watch an illegal doubt, watch it for free. There are many streams. You can do it. But he wants to pay. Yep, he wants to pay, which is weird to me. But, you know, it's his business. And I'm comfortable, as an American, perfectly comfortable with it. If you want to eat poop, that's what you want to eat, why would I stop you? I've had friends come to me and say, Eugene, I want to kill myself. I go, well, i got to tell you, my friend, that's the wrong decision for me, but... Who am I to tell you that you should stay alive? Uh, so anyway, that's the end of the show. This is V-9-6 <laughs> of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. You can find me at Eugene S. Robinson on the Twitter machine. Mr. Sleep 3 on Instagram though that is still gate kept because I, I you know you guys who have no pictures on your post you send me an invite Nah, i'm not letting you in could be a spy you could be a spy yep if i have one thing to say and this week actually all of my activity will be harassing harass well I, harassing is the wrong word yeah, Oxbow Merch, oxbow.merchtable.com. Actually, this week I'm going to have a big uh, Oxbow store announcement. I got a lot of ephemera that are, are being added to the store. They're going to check out my inventory Tuesday and let me know, but I think I've got one copy of this poster at the store, too. Brian Land already laid claim to it, but he's got a – I think I might have two, but I don't think they're in great condition. But this is – I don't think you guys can afford it. Uh, because I don't, I don't I don't smoke. That's how I get, my teeth get stay like this. But I like it. It reminds me of HR Bob uh, Jr. Bob Dobbs, uh, Stacy. That's why I got it. So uh, uh, so anyway, um, this week will be interesting because it'll be like it'll be like uh, Root, They'll be like you know a mystery wrapped inside of a enigma wrapped I'm watching everybody this week as 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 should you. But what I'm not watching. Not watching the fight. I'm watching the Mermaid crawl. As far as I can see, the only guy like he's like the Denmark of MMA guys is uh, is ok- Akamoto. The only guy with a credential. Ryan Smith is like me. He we're out. we got our faces pressed up to the glass. Don't have it. Akamoto is the only one. But even him, I don't think there'll be. I don't think there'll be any uncomfortable questions. And all that pro- fight, uh, press conference where they like start talking smack. You won't even have somebody there who's like, we got the rapist. You got the rapist. What is it? What's up with the rapist? He's got the rapist. Got the... Nobody, they won't touch it. That's how they get these scrubs on the card. That's why the whole undercard is unworthy. Everybody on that undercard is like desperate to be, desperate to please. Oh yeah, that's, that's my, uh, uh, and the thing is, the thing is, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is what I was talking about before. When I unlock Twitter, the world, you know, anybody who might want to give me money says, oh, I wonder what this Eugene Robinson cat's about. They go, they type my name in and all the Twitter stuff goes in. And unless you understand what I'm talking about, you might think I'm a little bit out there. That's all I was saying on the other show. But, you know, there's a cost to be paid for being a last truly free voice in America. And 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 I'm glad to pay it. My knees are killing me. My whole body is coming. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you all uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night at eight o'clock Western time. You have got uh, if the shoes fit. Um, and people have been asking about if I did it. And I'm directing your queries to Alexi Ald who's got some special secret surprise coming up for yous in regards to if I did it. Anyway, that's the end of this show. Uh, I got something. I got a piece coming up on Crime Faces. You guys know I'm addicted to Crime Faces, and I'll tell you when. I'm going to tweet it out, but it is going to be on Tuesday, January 14th. So check it out. Funny as shit. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm six minutes over. Sorry for blabbing so long. You know, uh I, I it wouldn't be the end of the show if I didn't tell y'all like saw like I call it like I see it, which is look what you made me do. Ah. <laughs>